Hey, it's Paul Purnell here from the RPG Empire. So I have a couple of quick announcements, really quick, hopefully. Uh, first of all, we absolutely adore you. We think you are amazing, and we really are so thankful that you listen to our podcast and that you're a part of our community. And that said, we want to invite you to our uh, Discord server where you can communicate with us, you can ask questions about the stories, you can submit your own fan art, and we can all go like, oh my god, I can't believe they made it look so cool, or whatever we say. And then also, uh, you can, you know, ask questions about running games and how that all works. So definitely hop on over there and join the community more uh, actively. We would love to have you. Um, also, the best thing you can do to support the RPG Empire, besides sending us fat stacks of cash, which we'll always accept, you know, envelopes, you can just address it right to me, um, <laughs> is uh, if you tell a friend. So 100% the best way for a podcast to grow is for people to hear about it from people they trust like you. So I know you have at least one friend. And tomorrow, I want you to go and tell them about this podcast that you're listening to right now that you love so that we can continue to grow and uh, and just really grow as a community. So that's your mission. Uh, and the final last thing to, to just request and say is if you want to support the RPG Empire with actual dollars, the best way you can do that right now is to buy our book, The Dust World RPG PBTA Quick Start Guide. It's five bucks. It's in our uh, shop on therpgempire.com. It's a super light read. It's 30 pages of fantastic layout, great art, and it teaches you everything you need to know to play a Powered by the Apocalypse game if you've never done that. Uh, maybe not everything you know. It It's brief. It's a quick start guide. But uh, it also comes with the playbooks and all the reference sheets. So we would love for you to do that and then hop in the Discord and tell us what, what you like about it, what you don't like about it. We're going to continue to uh, work on that until it's completely done. It should be around 300 pages, include a bunch of awesome manga art because we're really inspired by manga and anime. And uh, that's about it. So uh, those three things, again, were join the Discord to tell a friend, or buy the Dust World book, or do all three. We really appreciate that you listen to the podcast and that you're part of our community, and we can't wait to talk to you more in the Discord. So with all of that said, I'm going to let you get back to the show. Have a good day. Previously on Dust World. Okay, so you hold him near, you hear, and then the door goes, and opens up. Okay, what happens if I step into this room? Is something going to explode? Am I going to get disintegrated? What do you guys think this place is? Do I go with Clarence or is it one person only? You guys can all go in. Um, so the door closes have... behind you. Oh good, we're all trapped. <laughs> <laughs> then we flash to Kevin. To the moment Kevin returns to his village. We see the village laid waste. As he goes through the camp, he finds his brother and sister and their family have been killed, but one of his nieces is missing. He doesn't find their body. I'll find them, and I'll kill them. Slowly, the white is fading, and you start to come back into focus in this room where you see each other again. Wait a minute, is this something that goes through our memories and like pretty much just displays everything? This is Barrett's technology. I'm not a big fan of Barrett then. Lovely. Why, why didn't you tell him sooner? Barrett's my brother. 
Hello, I'm Paul Parnell, the DM of Dust World, an actual play podcast where we play an anime-flavored post-apocalyptic sci-fi western game in the vein of Trigun or Fallout. In this game, we will be creating a story together. Play the intro. Now we follow our heroes, Gage Thane, a dust-casting, sword-wielding monk from the mountains of Black Earth, Clarence Wales, the telepathic child runaway whose mind is strong enough to bring grown men to their knees. Kevin Wolfkin, the sharpshooting, foul-mouthed, fox-faced hunter from a hidden village of werewolves. And Wedge, the indestructible cyborg brawler. Let's see what becomes of them in Dust World. We kind of knew you had a brother because of this stupid room. Takes the sword. (laughs) (laughs) Man, you are really fucked. I know you hate him, but we gotta try to save him. Your brother. Uh, so actually pulls out the sword. Wait, tell me again how you cured psychosis? Because I think we might. <laughs> <laughs> well, first you insert sword to the left side of the head, and then you quickly move it to the right side of the head. Before you know it, that psychosis is just totally gone. To be completely fair, yeah, that's not a bad idea. We did save affectionate leave based off of this advice. <laughs> also, there's the the sub basement. So this is the bunker levels. True. And Thank you. some people survived here for a while. I would say maybe like a hundred years or so. But then some sort of weird thing started happening, and they got really hungry, and none of the food seemed to help. And then eventually, they started to cannibalize on each other. That was really weird. Some of them managed to like trap some guys in the rooms and stuff that you saw on the the computers, but. Eventually, they started getting out, and I, I think whatever was happening in here also happened out there, because these guys are everywhere, at least from what I heard in you guys' flashbacks. Speaking of Lear, did you guys, like, pick up any bits of Lear? Uh, I grabbed the swords. You grabbed the swords, but yeah. no pieces of Lear. No, I no. blew that up. Kevin Wolf can grab some, I can tell. <laughs> I did, but I can. I don't care. You did. So, uh, so what happens is when you pick up the bandage, it wraps around your hand, and you notice that it starts to heal your wound. Uh, this didn't work well for the other guy. I wouldn't yeah. keep that. Does Kevin tell us he grabbed a bandage, or are we just not? It, it'd be funnier if he didn't. <laughs> what if one day Lear just pops back up? Oh, <laughs> We're sleeping in our tents. We hear. Look at oh my god! I'm hungry. <laughs> Okay, oh, Wedge, like you got a 20 with your box. perception, right? So yeah, I'll let that roll over. When As you were looking around the room, you noticed on the floor there was two key cards. Okay, I grab them. Okay. Which way do we want to go, guys? A whole lot of nothing. Is, uh, is the sword still Yes. Which way do we want? Which way should we go, Wade? What, what's, what is where? We where, don't know where are you trying to get to? Oh, tell me what's down here. Probably um, avoid zombies if you know where any of those are. I don't see any zombies, actually. Yeah, right. he doesn't see much. Okay. He's like, yeah, there's some, like, tech bots moving around. I think there's a couple of energy sources, but I can't really get a gauge on them. How big are the bots? Ha! You made a joke out of your name. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, that yeah. That's what you guys call puns, right? You know math, but you don't know what puns are. I got programmed with puns. <laughs> You're about to get punished. <laughs> roll, roll, high, high, high. Twenty-one. 
Okay, and you're trying to like use your yeah mind just sweep as much as possible. Okay. Well, oh, um, here we are. He's under a target, so it's perfect. Yeah. All right. Remember, we're saving him. <laughs> yes. Yes. Hey, you guys got mad at me for saving Kevin. Because we're never saving anybody. He's not related to any of us. Okay. Let's fight Cyborg. So this is what you see, Kevin. Who who is the bad guy? My man, that isn't like Doctor. What does Kevin Wiley? Clarence, what do you see? Why are they bombs? I see Barrett. I flash this to them just to show them everything. Hmm. Well, you're only mind linked to two people. That's fine. That's your max. Are those bombs all around there? No, but there's a bunch of. Tech spiders, which I do not know what that means. Um, there are crates. Corpses if there's people who have died. Here's what I think we should do. I think we should just talk to this Barrett person. Charge! <laughs> talk. Let's, let's negotiate here. Uh-huh. Let's negotiate here. Do you have to roll initiative? All right, all right. Because I'm tired. If you're attacking, I just was going to get I'm not of. attacking Can you, yet. Can but... you weaken his mentality? For any period of time, can I? Well, while they're talking, I'm just gonna walk in. So what? Troll doesn't do uh, that though. Does Gage go out there? Yes. <laughs> Gage is just gonna go talk to him because uh, apparently that's the plan. You know what? Yeah. No, no, no. And no. I'm gonna. I'm Wedge, gonna use, Wedge tries to stop Gage. I'm gonna use uh, Wedge tries way to, stop to scan Gage. Barrett. You're gonna use what? What's the uh, name? Way to scan Barrett. Barrett real quick. So you're just gonna have a sword out, come out to this guy who you know has. Oh, this is brilliant. Okay, so when you step oh, out, uh, Barrett is just standing there, and he's like, "Ah, took you guys a while." Gage, what are you doing, man? I am making friends with the person that you want to save. All right, good luck. That's what you're <laughs> gonna hold up, Wade. Yeah, yeah. You're like, Wade, do you recognize this guy? Uh, no. And who keeps littering my building with all these stupid cubes? Bear goes, man, that looks fancy. It is. It's also very annoying. Hmm, annoying and fancy. I bet I could reprogram it. You can? Of course. The cubes are kind of like floating around him and like one comes by and he like pats it on the head. (laughs) How fast can you reprogram? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it depends. All of the cubes, like, in sync, turn, like, a different face to you. Mm-hmm. Like, what? in a menacing way. What? Oh, gosh darn it. He's like, depends it depends how fast I can get it off your dead body. <laughs> Counterproposal. Why don't I just sell it to you? Hmm. How much are you asking? <laughs> how much you got? I don't play that kind of game. Gotta make sure that I know what I'm selling it to, you know? Well, you can have anything that's in this building that I don't want. Well, here's the thing. I don't know if I sell it to you, you're not just gonna shoot me with those lovely little cubes there. That's not a fair trade. You don't. I have a question. Hello, I'm a little small child. Hello, hello. I noticed you are small and weird. The copy bot. <laughs> are you behind that? Oh, that little thing. Yeah, he tried to stop me. It didn't last. Oh, so he tried to not? stop you. Oh yeah. Okay. Till I caught him. You're all right then. And then he tried to stop you for me. Worked out really well, didn't it? That's okay. To me, not particularly. Well, what? it brought me all the time I need. So where was it? Who created it first? 
I don't know. It was part of this building's defense mechanisms. And so you just come into this building you don't fully understand. We need to get you out of here. You're in, you could be in serious trouble. This is technology that is beyond your comprehension. All of oh. your comprehension. Hey, hey, no, no, stop. Don't, don't, oh. don't say that. Really? Uh, That's amazing. Uh, is there more, do you think? Don't say that. All right, guys. He's look, a dick. Look, look, I'm just, just going to be square up with you. I'm not a big talker generally, but we got your brother back here. He's all, don't hurt him, don't hurt him. And so, do you want to look at the sword? Because honestly, I haven't been able to figure it out at this point. Sure. All right. And I just, I'm just going to like, look, you don't have to kill me. Like, seriously, I'll walk over and hand it to you. I don't That's care. okay. One of the cubes flies by, a magnet goes, and it takes the sword away from you. Bye, Wade. Wade's like, hey, what the heck? Oh, this guy looks cool. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I like you already. He puts it in his hand. He's like, hmm. He's like, hey, whoa, hey, what are you doing? Hey, don't touch me there. Whoa. Hey, 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 hey. Uh, you know, usually you got to buy a guy a drink or something. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa. Oh, that's better. Nice and quiet. Ooh, sharp, too. Sing. Cuts off like a sliver of like the metal on his, his robot finger. I guess you are skilled in tech, aren't you? Okay, you can talk again. That was not cool, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Interesting. Wedge is going to walk out now. Oh, okay. Gosh. See, at least I was making small talk with the You legit now. just gave him your new fancy toy. I know. <laughs> the one that had, like, the map to this place and all the information you all guys needed. But whatever. <laughs> it's I was fine. trying to get close okay. to him and then stab him with it, but it didn't work as planned. He's just a pretentious jerk. He's got those swords in his eye. All right, Barry, you got some cool new tech there, I see. Oh, yeah, baby. You don't even know the half of it. Tell me about it. Like, things start folding, like, and, uh, and he's like, remember that trick you showed me last time? I got me a couple of those, too. Winks at you. Oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> what does he mean, tricks? He's oh, probably, also, he's you're probably not... talking about my transformation. Yeah, and you're not in that mode anymore. I'm Gosh not, no. darn it. I'm in, su I'm in super ultra normal mode. <laughs> super ultra normal mode. <laughs> Gage, uh, Kevin, Wedge, and Clarence went up against Barrett Love. Uh, in the last moments of their battle, <clears throat> Barrett was being surrounded by dust of uh, strange origin. And as it was encircling him, parts of Barrett's body started to break down. In the last moments before he could fully dust port away, Wedge activated his uh, the sword he retrieved from Lear, sending a crazy electrical bolt through uh, arc arcing an electrical bolt through the both swords and crashing right through Barrett Love's uh, uh, railgun arm, cutting it off. His arm ding and dang and clinking onto the floor uh, with oil and juices and blood shooting out from it is the last thing left of Barrett Love. <clears throat> the, the vault is now uh, on high alert. You hear more and more tech spiders folding out of the ground. Um, like, obviously something crazy is going on. The, the whole base seems to be uh, fully activated. In, in the last moments before Barrett Love uh, evaporated before your very eyes, Wedge managed to reach into his storage 
dimension and pull out uh, Wade, the sentient sword. Okay, so that all just happened. Um, what are you guys doing? I want to punch something. There's lots of tech spiders to punch. I, I, I don't understand what happened. Is Barrett dead? Did he like, like disintegrate? You might, you've probably Wait. never seen that before. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but Gage is there with you. And he well, and he's a dustbender. Actually, Gage might not have seen like that's a high level technique, so Gage probably hasn't seen that before either, but you could get a clue of what it was. Um Could I do, could I do a knowledge roll to try and see if I know? Yeah. Twenty two. Nice. So you know uh you recognize that it was dust bending and you do know a little bit about dust shifting. You you don't haven't really used it much, but uh, but you have like heard some stories. Uh, unlike um, the Schwartz sword techniques, there's no like books or anything you can find. You you have to find a master to teach you like higher level dust bending abilities, and like so you would have just heard it kind of on the wind, basically in like passing from you know various weird carnival back alleys and stuff when you see a dust bender. Um, so you do know that there's some kind of technique where you can shift matter using dust and you just assume that they use that to break him down. Okay, so Gage, what do you want to say uh, as you see this happening? Well, obviously I tried to like counter it, but clearly I'm tired so I couldn't really do anything. So I watched it disappear and my first comment is, well, I'll be darned, it's actually a thing. <laughs> what? Nice. Yeah, what are you talking about? Uh, well, it's it's kind of a rumor. I haven't really been taught any of this, but there's a there's a theory that if you're a high enough level dustbender, you can shift down to the molecular level and move items and or people in theory. Mm -hmm. And that's clearly what just happened. Well, plus something else that you've noticed is somebody's obviously been dust shifting things all around you, right? Yeah. Okay. Can I walk forward to investigate? Yeah. And see if I can see anything in the room. There's still a cube there. Oh. So are you trying to tell me that with all of his mech gadgetry and everything, he's also a master dust shifter now? No, he's Barrett did not do this. There's someone else involved. He, oh. There's no way he's a dust bender. I can tell. Okay. So someone's been shifting and moving the dust since we've been here. It's definitely not him. He's too stupid. So let's say you, are, are you after anyone who'd be able to do this? You can uh, roll knowledge. You guys can if you want to try and know. Uh, okay, for knowledge. Oh, yeah, 22 again. Okay, so Gage pulls out uh, from his pocket the wad of wanted posters that he got from Razzlo the Three Gun. Yes. And as he flips through them, one person catches his eye. Uh, and he's kind of a meek-looking fellow, and under under his name is uh, Tetsuya, and uh, it says um, something along the lines of "believed, like dustbender, beware, um, armed and dangerous." Uh, and then his bounty is fairly high, so that like helps you understand, you know, the value of the target, like how powerful. So other than that, you might not have heard of him, but you do know all the people in that pile that you were given are all members of 
the like general the generals are like kind of the red devils of red earth well at this point is, is wedge looking at them with me or sure is this just something for my own personal yeah and one of them is barrett love uh, i'm gonna hand wedge barrett and then uh Tetsuya, I'm going to hand those both to him and say, I think I know who might have caused this between the two of them. Looks like we have our next target. Uh, targets at this point. Why don't we even try to single them out? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, do you want to kill this weird cube thing or do I need to? It's actually Kevin's turn. <laughs> Michael and turns to Kevin. Do you ever wonder why we're here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wonder that all the time. <laughs> Do you ever have an answer? Money? But why do I exist? <laughs> been questioning that as well. Here, hands up a pistol. Get ended right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were wondering why you were here. I mean, if it's that big of a trouble for I you. I just wanted to know what we were supposed to be doing right now. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Throws your pistol on the ground. I threw it to the tech spider. <laughs> the tech spider. I shoot the tech spider. <laughs> it's your turn, Kevin. What tech spider did he throw my fucking gun? <laughs> <laughs> this one. <laughs> sure. Okay, they're going to die now. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. I just look at you. Fetch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to trip him. Okay. <laughs> Why don't you bring that back with your dust shifting while I blow up everything else by shooting those barrels? I'm not inclined. <laughs> okay, then I'm going to try and squeeze into this little corridor. <laughs> Just to leave his ass out here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. The best uh, part is, Kevin, you're going to get through there, and there's just going to be another of me waiting for you. <laughs> Roll uh, That is hilarious. Well, uh, so if I kill this one, I don't have to worry about piece. it, right? <laughs> uh, I mean, it depends what you mean by worry, but yes. Um, Throw his clone over there by the barrels and shoot the barrels. <laughs> you can- you can I think try. That's the best decision, right? So now. my clone's gonna roll for dodge. Okay. <laughs> I, I feel like you could parry that with your sword. That's actually what I'm about to say. I'm about to. Let's see. <laughs> oh well. Uh, so what happens is, is he tries to he tries to hit me, oh, and I just swing I by. And as I'm running, as like swinging by, I grab him by the tail. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> and just kind of throw him towards the spiders. <laughs> Hello players, it's Paul Purnell, the creative director of the RPG Empire and the keeper of Dust World RPG, as well as I play Lucas in Strangers in the Pines. I'm just here to let you know that we have just released a free one-page RPG called The Christmas Special. It's a game about playing Christmas movies, essentially. So if you love Christmas movies, you love The Grinch, you don't love Christmas, you can blast it. It's kind of up to you and the keeper whoever's running the game the dm so it's really simple you print it out you and your friends and you can create mayhem for christmas or you can save it it's up to you but we just released it so if you're interested in getting that just head on over to our website and click the download link so 
that's all for now. I hope you are enjoying the show and we'll get on with it. So back to the show, play on. Back to the show. Okay, roll attack. Now I can roll dodge, right? Uh, sure. <laughs> I got a crit 20. You can try. Yeah, so we'll say that he grabbed you and tossed you towards the barrels. Okay, Kevin, it's still your turn if you want to blow the barrels up. <laughs> uh, I'm going to grab my fucking gun and I'm going to run back over here. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Good boy. It's a lot easier. But at the same time, you know, you're just a clone. You're going to disappear anyway. I'm just going to tell you, touching a touching one of my tribe's tail is considered a like an attempt at coming on to me. You're joined together now in matrimony. Clarence said it's uh it's part of the marriage ritual. <laughs> you have to pull on his tail three times. <laughs> so only two more times and Gage and Kevin will be married. What is it, a bell? <laughs> <laughs> are you trying to light him on fire? What are you trying to do to the barrels? Being Explosion. Okay, 23 damage. Every spider that was nearby is dead now. Yeah, everyone inside hears <laughs> and it shake, the ground shakes a little bit. And a giant gust of wind would go past that metal thing too. Yeah, it got really hot, so uh, some of Ke- Kevin's furs singed and uh, Gage got a sunburn. Actually. Trying to look at Clarence. Do you know what that was? I hope it was on our side. Clarence's turn. I'm going to punch something. I'm uh, very angry. Instead of punching something, why don't you do the thing that you wanted to do more of? What are you going to control? You can control games. <laughs> well, I mean, that's the thing. You want to do more of control. Okay. You should find out where you want me to so perceive. So what happens is, as you walk towards where Barrett used to be, and you get near his um, arm... Something in your, like, psychic form, your, your mental form, starts to, like, vibrate and, and change. And uh, as you come close and you look at his arm, you start to see images in his arm. Like, they're trapped inside of it. As if it so was, I have some psychometry somewhere? Yeah, as if it was a glass bottle. Oh. And you, when you get closer, do you want to try and perceive it? Sure. As you, as you, like, start to tilt up uh, Barrett's leftover arm, his railgun arm, uh, don't point it at anybody because it's dangerous, um, you, you perceive it as if it is a bottle full of mini images. You start to look and perceive, and as you focus, you start to see uh, Barrett, and he's standing in, uh, in a chamber. The chamber, as you start to, like, look um, and wedge and... Uh, gauge uh, because of your mind link start to perceive like kind of be transferred there with you the around you starts unfolding like the reality of that memory and it starts to uh, you start to see this grand chamber it's both like regal but stark and militaristic there are red uh, like tapestries hanging that at the bottom are made to look as if they're dripping blood into like a puddle. Mm-hmm. And then uh, there's the the very like uh, the like brand of red earth, which is mountains with a couple of drips 
like underneath it. And most brands are circular. Hey guys, I think this is rather right. And as you look down, you uh, like the the corridor of this like massive throne room. You see uh, you see Barrett walking like in his normal form, but in nicer clothes. And you also see Tetsuo Tetsuya, who you've never seen before except for the rough drawing on the wanted poster. Um, you also see uh, Sierra, Juno, uh, Alistair, and Matsuo. Uh, and you see them all walking together uh, down this hallway. And for the first time, you see some other people that you haven't seen before as well. Uh, you see Zazzle there. You've seen her though. And Razlo. Not a huge fan of um, and then you see uh, them all walking up and stopping in front of uh, somebody that you saw in your first vision of uh, when Zazzle destroyed Kevin's village. His name is Ferris, according to the... Um, so does he look like a wolf? No, Ferris is not a wolf. He, he's very... He has... Um, it's like Fenris. Sorry, it is Fenris. Um, he has a similar complexion as you. Um, his hair is like white, uh, but much shorter. He looks clean, like clean cut, but he also has like this gaunt sort of unearthly look to him. Um, yes. Uh, from just even standing there remembering this vision, um, you feel his psychic pressure and you realize it's like stronger than, uh, General Gerber. Um, and yeah and so uh, as they walk up Ferris starts talking to them about the plan and he unfolds before them Uh, he unveils some different technology pieces and you see a person in a capsule like uh, kind of like a healing tube or something and energy is kind of pulsing off of this tube and then he uh, tells uh, Tetsuya to come closer and he's like do you you know do you solemnly swear to serve the red earth with all of your might and your life? And he says, I do. Um, and he's like, good. And then he opens a case and there's these, uh, kind of weird transmitter, like kind of like an old light bulb looking thing, but with some technology on it. And he, uh, pierces two, one on each side of his back into his body. And then they start to light up and you see lights kind of pulsing off of the, the, tube with the person in it and all of a sudden uh, Tetsuya's eyes kind of glow with an unearthly glow and you can feel energy pulsing around his body and then he reaches out with his hand and uh, and you watch like this column just disintegrate in a second and then reform using dust mm-hmm. and, and he's like it's true the power of red if he clasps his hand is unstoppable and, uh, and Ferris is like not yet but we will be. And he unlays out before them the plan of gathering the pieces they need to create this technology, but on a much grander scale. He says, now you may meet the king. And so they come before uh, the throne and Ferris is the first to bow. And he's like, my liege. And with this unearthly voice, a man who's mostly in shadow, but on this massive throne, the throne itself is... uh, 
just kind of gnarled. It looks both regal, but also like scary in some way. Um, the way the metal sort of bent around, almost like multiple, like molten skeleton corpses have been like attached together to form this, but maybe more like golden. So it's kind of has this regal feel, but it's still kind of like really creepy. You're just like, what the heck is wrong with you? Um, and so he sits there in shadow and he's talking to his uh, his generals and he uh, he speaks with intent speaking in tone of voice. He says, you are the strongest of my kingdom and I have promoted you to the red devils of red earth. Your job as Ferris has laid out, is to make our kingdom unstoppable. What say you? They all say, we will, sir. Very good. If you do not bring what is required of you, there will be severe punishment. They all say, we understand in unison. He's like, go forth and bring glory to Red Earth. And they all go, for Red Earth. And, uh, and then around them, you see, um, you see Tetsuya's lights on his, uh, his cyburst transmitters or receivers start to glow. And then dust breaks forth from the ground, spins around them. And then in one like kind of solid loop, they all become wisps of dust and go up into the air and then out of the room. Um, Obviously, as this is happening because it's a memory, you perceive the memory as if you are uh, Barrett. And so you see, like, all this happening, and all of a sudden it's black. And then a moment later, you see uh, everything is light, and you're in the middle of a wasteland area. And Ferris uh, looks over to to everyone and he starts relaying the plan but these parts of the memory kind of like jumble and jump and don't seem very important so you're not like really receiving much and of course, of course he didn't pay attention during that <laughs> <laughs> like Barrett your attention span bogus Barrett starts humming to himself you know like <laughs> and Ferris is finally like hey pay attention um and so then he's like so after we uh, we find the tech hidden in the northern wastelands. Then we will finally have what we need to start uh, taking the power from those great wolves. And uh, and Sierra's like um, steps forth, and he's like, Sierra, it will be your job after we take out uh, the t- um, Sula village. We'll be heading to the hidden village of the war wolves. And she goes, that's a real place? And he's like, yes, we found it. And they are as strong as legend says. And not only that, but their power will be a great addition to our own. And she says, how will we possibly capture them if they're as powerful as you say? And he says, we have a plan. All you have to do is follow along. She's like, very well. And then uh, Barrett was kind of eavesdropping as this was happening. And Ferris looks over and he, and he says, what are you still doing here? And he's like, oh, sorry, baby. I'm on my way. And him and Tetsuya head off towards the north, uh, the north wastes. And then 
the, the memory kind of like skips back and forth. You're in strange bars. Uh, one memory you see Wedge, and he's like trying to stop Barrett, and Barrett uh, like escapes, but he has some like mech goons that get blown up. Um, and then you see Barrett entering, like they searched many ruins and they finally found this one. And they had this whole strategic plan on using you guys to distract the security system as they overcame it with uh, Tetsuya's power. And then a moment later, flash, everything is back to normal. The, the memories have faded and you guys are all standing in the basement with the alarm still going off. And we'll just say that uh, Kevin was able to perceive this as well. It was a very strong vision. Oh, wow. But not the gauge club. <laughs> not the gauge club. Okay, so what do you guys say? What's your reaction? Um, do you want to roll your perception again real quick? 18. Okay, you perceive it like you still feel a presence, like besides zombies and tech spiders. So do not. Can I sneak past this dude? Uh... You can try it. What are you trying to do? I'm trying to look over this area. There's a box. Okay, so you look through your third eye, and uh, you're able to perceive that there's, like, a room down there. And as you kind of look through the room, you perceive that there's some kind of, like, uh, like exit way. About this teleportation thing, it turns into dust. So the dust has to have an outlet. You can't just phase through walls and stuff like that. So it has to have an outlet. And I take it I'm looking at Okay, so you're, you're talking to Gage about this? Yes. Honestly, I can I roll a spot or a knowledge check to see if I would know that or not? Because I don't really know if I would know whether or not that yes. was... Yes, roll a spot. Yeah, so Gage is like uses the kind of logic as far as he understands how dust shifting works is it literally breaks things down at a molecular level but it's like embedded within the dust and you realize when you picked up that dust last time and you noticed there was things inside of it what that stuff was was actually the beams the broken down beams were intermixed in that dust moving around all right well so i'm going to turn to clarence really like, well it breaks them down from what I can tell to the molecular level. So even with those beams we saw earlier, those beams are still there in existence. They've just been moved I want to uh, and the, transported to broken down pretty much. Okay. It's a theory I'm still learning, to be honest. I've only heard rumors about it. What's your perception bonus, um, Kevin? Like, is it smelling or hearing? Uh, there's sense of smell I know is really, really good. Okay. Okay. So you smell uh, something kind of just like this weird, nasty smell um, that, like, you haven't smelled this before. It's um, trying to think of a good way to describe it. It is the smell of ion, like a lightning bolt mixed with the smell of, like, a decaying body. So basically something that's been burned? No, not exactly. Like, it's like as if lightning is continuing to strike a place. Okay, Wedge, it's your turn. Wedge, take mm. down those beams. I'm going to walk over to... You probably do it, though. Slice through the oh, okay, I'm going to walk over to the beams. 
Think, are you going to put his arm in your... Um, first, I'm gonna, first I'm going to inspect it. Okay. So you look over the arm. You know, you recognize the technology. Mm. It's very similar. Like, it's been slightly altered. Right. But otherwise, it's, uh, it's like a machine that Dr. Light was building and creating. Okay. Um, well, since I recognize the technology, I would know some of it was functioning. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to pick it up and press the lever, and then the arm's going to fall out. So it is the arm. It is the arm. Like, the arm is attached to the gun. You said there was, like, blood. There is. Okay. I mean, it's blood inside of the, the machine of the arm. All right, yeah, I'll just put it in my backpack. <laughs> okay. Did you want to look at, at it for any other reasons? Um, all right, yeah, I'm going to x-ray Okay, so as you x-ray through the arm, you notice uh, a small component and it catches your eye. It's some kind of transmitter or receiver. Since you rolled so well, like you think that you could use this to track Barrett. Ah, track pull out of the arm. You can carefully remove it if you want. I'm going to carefully remove it. Yeah, uh, roll uh, like you're to hit melee. Not 19. Okay, so you, you're you able to, like, pry open the different compartments and uh, and open up, like, unscrewing, you know, like you have a Swiss Army finger. And pops off a little uh, containment unit, and you pull out, like, a little GPS, like, tracking device type deal. Um, what you think is that he probably, it's kind of like LoJack for his body parts. Uh, LoJack lets you disable like a car if someone tries to steal it and it also tells you where the car is. Oh, okay. um, are there car No, no. But well there are, yes. Oh you're just using I'm using that as a example. Um there are cars, they're not super common, but there's also like weird Jeeps and kind of nasty sort of Mad Max vehicles and then big huge steam vehicles. There's like a uh sand steamer that is sort of like a giant both boat and train at the same time that goes across the deserts. Hmm. I'm going to try to hack the device. Okay. Uh, roll mind. Oh. You got a one. Um, roll another Roll another spot. Roll for damage <laughs> against yourself. <laughs> what? Okay. So <laughs> you managed to set off the low jack on the arm and uh, it like seizes up and kind of like and now the arm is like fully locked nice okay so you you think that if you had a few days you could probably like hack the encryption that's causing this okay but uh but I clearly failed you clearly failed this time yeah um Wade's like wow for a robot you're not very good at this are you clearly not (laughs) (laughs) Sword, you're not particularly helpful. Um, something else that, as you were hacking, a little chip fell out. Oh, cool. All right, let me pick up the chip. Chip and look at it. Okay. Okay. Uh, so as you look at the chip, you uh, you remember when you looked at one of the cubes closer that there was a slot for a chip like this in it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Put it in the cube. You're gonna put it in the cube? Yeah. Okay, so you put a chip in the cube. You don't wanna like try and read the chip or anything first? Okay. 
Uh, you got a 20, so I'll, I'll give it to you. Okay. So you read the chip, and it's a series of coordinates, but it doesn't really make sense to you. Uh, also, there's like a place where you can input commands. Oh, cool. Um, do you want to try to input any kind of commands? Yeah, I want to input a tracking. Okay, what do you want to tell it? Well, I want to tell it to give me the coordinates and also to not give away the words. Okay, do you want to maybe tell it not to be hostile for you? Yeah, I want to be okay. <laughs> okay, um, so you put the, the chip in after you like do some typing on your little built-in ARM keyboard. And the chip, uh, like the lights are red on the question marks, and then they slowly fade to blue, and then they fade to green. And then it kind of like nuzzles against you, like um, And then above it, a little projector sort of uh, like a map projects out, and then all the kind of like pieces of the map, like the coordinates kind of go up, and then like slowly start to like turn into something legible that you can understand. And it shows you like a map where you are now, how far away uh, this coordinates are from where you currently are. Sort of Google Maps. It's a sulks and says, "Spirit's still more helpful." <laughs> um, and uh, and Wade's like, "Hey, that cube's pretty good looking." <laughs> I, throw I think it's back. He's the slot for you. <laughs> I throw Wade into the opposing wall. Okay, he's like, wee, ding! Uh, you accidentally threw him past the uh, lasers into this door. Awesome. He's like, hey, I made it through before you guys did. Thank you for listening to the show. We also have a free gift we'd love to give you over on our Patreon page, A Monster of the Week Mystery. And if you need more gaming in your life, just check out all of the things that we have available on our Patreon you can get there at therpgempire.com. Thanks for listening again, and remember, play on. This episode was edited by Liam.